And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan. I'm Andrew. And uh, today we are covering Interest in Odyssey episode 463, Green Eyes and Yellow Tulips. Smooth. Oh yeah. Smooth, Smooth delivery. like, <laughs> like butter. <laughs> like lukewarm margarine. Easy. Like a Sunday morning. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, so this episode, uh, Green Eyes and Yellow Tulips, um, off the album Danger Signals, really, really good. This is, like, kind of, like, when the series, I feel like it introduces a character, which we'll get to later, but, like, this is, like, when things start, like, picking up, like, things are happening. We are moving fast into Novacom territory this this episode. And it makes me so very excited. This episode is the closest thing, like, basically, if if albums of Adventures in Odyssey had title tracks... This is the title track for Danger Signals. Yeah. In that, this is the episode which the, the cover art is based <laughs> off of. Yep. Which Just, they basically do. Like, every yeah. every every album artwork is based off Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the big picture of the album artwork was yeah. based off the tower yeah. and Tom's property. And uh, this one is based off Wick getting stoned. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Stop. Which moving moving right along? Yeah, I've got comments for that for later. I feel like for some reason I need to say this. We have reached the air date in which we are in two thousand one. We started yep. in two thousand. We are now in two thousand one. This whole album's in two thousand one. Yep. And then, so how does it how does it start? It starts with Connie bemoaning the fact that the sweater she's wearing quote it makes me look like an overgrown Twinkie. Yeah. Which again, if I'm thinking in my head, it's like a very thick. Very ugly, yellow, brown, like, turtleneck? Yeah. She says later on about it being banana-colored. Do you remember the episode when Connie has, like, gets a credit card and then she buys that sweater impulsively? Uh Uh-huh. It's a yellow sweater. And I thought that that's what they were referencing. But then later in the episode, she says that her great, like, aunt something gave it to her and then it hasn't been worn since the 1800s, which makes me wonder if there was a Freudian slip... In the writer's mind in which whatever sweater Connie is wearing is yellow. She just has two yellow sweaters and the two big plot points of her clothing is that she wears yellow sweaters. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so so the whole thing with with the sweater also comes off the heels of Connie sneaking around back because the front porch is covered in reporters. Oh, yeah. These are reporters that are lined up because Novacom has launched a program called the Destination Station. Destination Station, uh Imagination Station ripoff, but there is a mob of reporters yeah, to ask a Wit literal mob to ask Wit if he thinks Novacom is ripping him off. Yeah. Just that's so absurd. I well, know it's a small town, it's, it's probably small- a slow news day, but like a mob of reporters. A show airs the night before. Everyone in the town, all of these reporters, which apparently honestly has tons of reporters, mm-hmm. they show up and ask Wit, hey, that thing that aired last night, do you feel like that's Novacom ripping you off? And he's like, I didn't watch the thing last night. What are you talking about? Chill out. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I've been outspoken with Novacom in the past. But, like, I don't know what we're talking about here. Yeah, and then he proceeds to kind of, kind of, kind of bash Novacom. He's like, yeah. well, I don't watch their stuff because it's immoral and bad and X, Y, and Z. Like <laughs> Because there is 
what is it? Language, violence, and like suggestive theme or no? He no, just says inappropriate situations. inappropriate situations, and that's just the kids' stuff. Yeah, I hate to think what the parent. I hate oh. to think about the parent stuff, and then as we kind of fade away or whatever in the background, you can hear him say like, "What if there are kids around watching the parent programming?" Yeah, and it's just like focus on the family. You're hitting, hitting your your stride real yeah. nice. <laughs> I, I voice of focus on the family, which indeed is <laughs> weird connection. But one of the reporters uh, introduces himself as Link Wainwright from All All News Radio sixty eight, a station number sixty eight, which is not a frequency available no. that only does news. Yeah, which is absurd in and of itself. Yes, but in addition. Um, I think this is albums in the future. There were a couple albums or CDs or whatever that we owned, and so I listened to a bunch more or just mm-hmm. certain tracks. Like, I had a p- couple, like, promotional discs yeah. that had, like, three random things put on it. Like, yeah. whatever, that sort of thing. And so one of them is the episode where the Statue of Liberty comes to Odyssey. Oh, I never... I don't think I ever which is, that. like... A tiny one of the original replicas of the Statue of Liberty yeah. comes to adventure. The Town Adventures in Odyssey, <laughs> uh, basically. Anyways, that episode is like in other news. The Statue of Liberty comes to Odyssey. I'm Link Wainwright, Channel Ten News. Same guy, same yeah. name, different. different station. So in a so either <laughs> in the time be... between this and that, he gets a promotion, or or he pulls a double header and works for All News Radio sixty eight and Channel Ten News. Yeah, he must. Or I mean, there could have been a falling out. There could there could be some sort of like secret plot point that we don't know about. Yeah, maybe we... in a one off with Dale Jacobs, we can figure this out. I checked the only two episodes he's in. Period. Are this one and that one? Yeah. Dang it. It's really funny. Dang it. Like, I was like, like Wayne, right? <laughs> I know that guy. It's such a dumb thing to know. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's like, wow, I know too much about this show. Yeah. There's so many episodes, and I know almost all of them. Yeah. So, anyway, so this crowd of reporters on the... Yeah, crowd of reporters that does not include Dale Jacobs, who not you just mentioned. Yes, because yes. he's a good reporter. Yes. So he wouldn't be here harassing No, Wayne. no, no. No. Um, you mean the voice of focus on the family? We're not calling him that <laughs> for the rest of the series, regardless of how true it is. I do have some semblance of quality control. So we basically go from those reporters lined up to musical transition. Later in the episode, someone comes in. So Connie comes through the back door carrying a box. Mm-hmm. It's real heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, Double hernia heavy. <laughs> That's the name of Nick's rock band from last episode <laughs> that he performed the cover of Smoke on the Water. Right. <laughs> a cover of Smoke on the Water that was called What Again? I'm going to need you to recite it. Yeah, for it's been a whole week, guys. It's really hard to think back to that. Was it Drowning in the, the Heart? No. Locked in the Prison of Love? Drowning in the Prison of Love? Rotting in the Prison of Love! <laughs> I'm proud of us. Good oh, job. Look at that. We're so it all back home. Anyway, so she's she's coming in with double hernia box of syrups, and there's a mysterious green-eyed man. Oh, no, no. It's Eugene, remember? She's like... Oh, that's right! Yeah! No, we're not even having a mysterious green-eyed man. Like, well, it's not Eugene, but like he's down the hallway, and she yeah. thinks it's Eugene. Yeah. So she asks him for help, and then he walks up. And it's Mitch. 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 
Dreamy. Green-eyed. Yellow tulips. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you need to work on your enunciation. It sounded like you said yellow tubes. <laughs> Twinkies? <laughs> Could be. Yep, we'll go with that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, so, oh my word. So he, she's she's carrying this box like she's having a really hard time with it. Yeah. And um, Mitch comes in to help, and she looks up and starts talking like it would be Eugene, and then just like dies basically. Yeah, <laughs> has a heart attack. Connie is just she's having a real hard time. She the yeah. first word she says are green eyes, which again I don't understand what purpose that serves other than to give the episode its title name. Because under what circumstance, when even if the first thing you notice about somebody is their eyes, you say, wow, green eyes. No, but that's, Andrew, you and I, because we're men, would never look at a guy oh, and oh, just no, say no, green no, eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But women, yeah. <laughs> women be like, green eyes. Yeah, yeah. And are completely incapable, apparently. Or at least Connie uh, is. Yeah, it's like... On one hand, I absolutely love Mitch. Yeah. He's one of my all-time favorite characters, and I am fully supportive of Connie being into him. On the other hand, it's such a detriment to Connie's character that she's so... That it's so superficial at first. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, then he talks, and he's the most charming, and I'm... And I am just like... Oh, oh, Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> Date guy. me, please, yeah. Mitch. Mitch is the perfect man because he's got green eyes, mm -hmm. he lifts boxes, mm -hmm. and he compliments your looks in a non-threatening way. Yeah, not objectifying in any way. Nope. She's just like... He's just a sweetie. Yeah. She's just like, I don't, I don't like this, this sweater. And she's like... Or she says she doesn't like the sweater. Yeah. He says he thinks it looks good on her. Oh, yeah. Because... Because he's a he's gentleman. The man. Yeah, basically, actually. And he's, like, so reasonable. Even when he when he meets um, Wit later when he's talking to him, he's, like, super level-headed, even though Wit's back and is brooding, like, Oh, Yeah. Oh, man. Also, man. wait. Interjecting. Back about Wit talking crap about Novacom's violent programming. Yeah. Wit sends kids in virtual reality back to World War One. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> Like, dude, he also sends a black kid back to the Civil War. Yeah, ah, uh, maybe. I'm like, I understand being concerned about television programming, but you are putting kids in virtual reality in war situations. Yeah, how, that's true. How messed that's up true. you think kids Also, are? David and Goliath, because they comment about, um, I forget who, who's in the, who actually is in the Imagination Station in that yeah. episode. It might Jimmy even Barkley? be Liz. I don't know. It's, or maybe it's Lucy. I, it doesn't matter. I just remember them being like, oh, and now he's taking Goliath's sword and cutting off his head. Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I was just like, that is terribly scarring. Unless it's like, he's a cucumber and you just sliced him. Uh, yeah. I Very nice. I'm proud of you. But yeah, I don't understand how like they never address the fact that like these kids are put in virtual reality situations in which they get to know characters personally and it is designed to mess with their heads. That's true. And like we're supposed to like, well, because we're only hearing it as audio. It's yeah. better. Yeah. But like less traumatizing. Like, and even if we were to watch it in a cartoon, it would be more palatable. But they're seeing it in a hyper-realistic way. Yeah. Which well, is like, oh my nuts. gosh, what's the episode called when they go back and witness um, the crucifixion? I forget, but I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that one. How does that not, like, mess you right. up? Right. 
Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And, like, the kid gets messed up in the episode, but I was imagining coming home from Wits End, sitting down, and being like, Hi, how was your day? Well, I watched my Christ crucified. Yeah. Not to mention the episode where Eugene goes to hell. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> that, too. We. What the heck, Wit? <laughs> no, not heck. Hell. What the. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. So maybe Witsend does some violent broadcasting too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, BTV, very kosher. Right. VR wartime situations, less so. So yeah, so Mitch is just kind of talking. Connie's like, so why are you here? And he was like, wanted to talk to Wit. I work for Novacom. And immediately Connie is just like, you can audibly hear her heart break. Yeah. She's, She's just right. like... Oh, he works for the enemy. Yep. Yep. Which is so dumb. And then Wit comes over and then does the whole bit where he says, so Connie introduces him to Mitch or, and then like Mitch introduces himself and like, you know, gives his whole spiel. And then Wit just one completely tells him off and two says his name like eight times. He's like, well, I don't know, Mitch, this is what I'm going to do. But you know, like (laughs) I'll get back to you, Mitch. And you know, it's nice meeting you, Mitch. And he just keeps saying it. And like, I, I don't know if that's the writers trying to drive it home. Or, like, him being, like, passive-aggressive and saying his name over and over again. But he says it at least, like, four or five times in one sentence. It's the same way that Dent always says Bernard. Yeah, Bernard. It's just like, Mitch, 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 Mitch. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. Wits on edge, back and Mitch is back to his old self. <laughs> and Mitch is the nicest guy. Yeah, he's so, and so sweet. And he's like, well, and, yeah, I just don't know, I just don't. And to the episode's point, like we get there eventually. Yeah, like yeah. it's not. Yeah, Wit Wit does come around by the end of this episode. Yeah. Um. But then, dun dun dun, dun we get the Rathbuns. Heck. To the yes. Game. Like my favorite. Some of my favorite characters in this show are so yeah. good. Don't think about how old Rodney is but yes no yeah oh my gosh yeah ah i mean he's connie's age yeah yeah but i'm thinking about the voice actor <laughs> that's not even what i was saying that's incredible no, no i was me just to think about i was just thinking about like because rodney's one of those characters who's been around the so, whole time yeah pretty much yeah and like so he's got to be he's got to be a little bit younger than connie because he was in school with like mm. jimmy and stuff yeah and they were underclassmen yeah when connie, connie was yeah. when connie was there but he is now out of school yeah. for quite some time yeah he's a, he's at least um nick's age if not older yeah even though his voice has not changed yeah it hasn't really changed but also i don't know what i mean i I guess we can assume he works at the Electric Palace. Yeah. But he, he still's got his gang, I mean, the no, Bones of Wrath. The Bones of Wrath. It is such a good name. Yeah. Yeah. That I feel so bad. Like, there's no way Rodney could have come up with no, this. No, no, no. There's no way. It's <laughs> such a dream. Or he did, but he doesn't realize that it's a, like, he doesn't realize it. That, that, that's his actual name, yeah. Like, no, no, he a... realizes it's his name, that he just flipped his name, but he doesn't realize that Wrath and Wrath yeah. are a thing. I feel like that's definitely the situation. <laughs> that's 100% what it is, right? Yeah, it's just him being like, well, He doesn't nice. get the Grapes yeah. of Wrath illusion. No, no. He doesn't get that, like, Wrath with a W is different than Wrath with an R. R. Yeah. He's just like, Wrath, Bone, Bone, I get that word, of... 
Uh, what's the leftover? Uh, wrath. wrath. Cool. We're the, we're the bones of wrath. Yeah, very nice. That's oh. oh my gosh, yeah, it's such a good name. It is. It's such a good. So name. good. But yeah, so they come in and you get some wonderful expositional dialogue where Bart's like, "Now you go butter up Connie while I go talk to Wit," yep. which again, no preface as to why this is happening. Right, and we don't even get to hear what his conversation is with Wit. And why would he have Rodney butter up Connie? So he can talk to Wit about something Um, that is not involve her at all? The answer is that the producers wanted to hear the same voice actor hit on Connie in two very different ways. Alright, yeah, okay. Like, that's that's basically what it boils. Like, we need the tool-up confusion later, but we also need Rodney Rathbone... And, and Mitch, Mitch being the same voice actor, which wasn't the the um I was I only found this out on the uh, wiki today, but there was for this episode alone there was a different person voicing Mitch. Okay, and then they re-recorded over it. Yeah, like they went back and redid it. And there's there's a lot of interesting stuff that was they basically redid the whole episode. Like there's a extended cut of this episode that hasn't been released. Hmm. That. Like, we'll hit, we'll go through the list of what else was was cut from this. But it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, Because my assumption is that they didn't originally have the Rodney stuff in. Yeah. With the original Mitch voice actor. And then when they switched to having uh, the guy, what is it? The guy who voices Rodney is Ryan Slattery. So when they had him. Nope, that is the guy who used to voice Mitch. Steve Burns. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. So when they brought Steve Burns in to do Mitch, then they also did the Rodney thing or something yeah. like that. Like I imagine that is weird. Though. I never, I never noticed that. Now that I think about it, he does sound old. Oh no, no, no! All the stuff. Wait, what is the same now? No, no, no! I'm just thinking about it. Um, thinking about the fact that Rodney and Mitch are voice by the same. Guy. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. I never yeah. read that. Uh, yeah, well, it's icky. the same because you know, um, uh, Bart is voiced by the same guy as Tom. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. did know that. Um, yeah. So it's funny. There's like double, double voice acting in this because we do get. Tom, yeah, Tom for a little bit on top of him doing I mean, Bart and Mitch and Rodney being the same yeah the same voice which, which is, again the Rathbuns and I say it because that's how they say their name <laughs> at this point just run in create a sales pitch the pitch is for Wit to do a protest against Novacom yep. outside of Novacom's building and then Wit says no I'm not going to do that and then they just go out and do it anyway for no explained reason and then when the reason is given later it's we get it's the parts a bad loose, reason we get the parts loose canon but yeah it's hilarious i mean i i guess we can oh of course mitch is from maine that's the next part <laughs> of course mitch is from maine and he rides horses are you kidding me uh, uh. don't don't you dare besmirch the name of mitch I no 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 I I love it. He's just the ideal man, I suppose. He is the ideal man. He's smart, he's charming. He lifts boxes. He can lift a box of syrup like nobody's business. <laughs> also, so they're Mitch and Connie are talking again, having awkward conversation. Connie proves once again completely socially unaware of anything yeah. and how to navigate conversations and then pretends to be into computers. In which I have written, Connie pulls an Andrew pretending to know things he doesn't, (laughs) (laughs) just to keep conversations going. Wait, you mean like a couple seconds ago when you pretended that you already knew that Mitch and Rodney were the same voice? Exactly. (laughs) This is cutting deep. This is this is five days old donut deep. (laughs) 
Um, Call back. Call back. But she's rattling off things to do around town. She mentions skydiving. Yeah. And then Mitch is like, do you like skydiving? She's like, no. But there is skydiving in us. Or else, like... Either or she completely just made it right. Either Connie was just stumbling over words, but this seems more solid. Yeah. Than other times when she's stumbling over words, which means that there's skydiving in Odyssey. Which or means when she was stumbling over her words, her mind thought, "Oh, skydiving—that's a thing that I know nothing about and have no way to pretend like it's a thing." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh! Adventures in skydiving. Oh, <laughs> uh, and yeah. then. Oh, we get Mitch mentioning that he met mm-hmm. Jack and Joanne at church. Yeah. Which we haven't heard from Jack and Joanne yet this series. And that's... Yeah, they're referenced. And then also we find out that in that Mitch goes to church because we right. don't know that until now. Yep. Yeah. But he then... still works for Novacom. Yeah. There's a real uh, wolf in sheep's clothing, I suppose. A is real that... barking lamb. Is that the ep- is that the episode title? Oh. No, there's a, there's a, there's a. Yeah, there is one. Oh, shoot. It's it's in the Novacom series, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's off dangerous. No, not dangerous series. It's off battle lines. Give me a moment. Um, stop your wild speculation. I've got the AIO wiki. I think that needs to be our podcast motto. Oh, there's an episode called Sheep's Clothing. Yeah, Sheep's which Clothing. is in this series. Yeah. Oh, it is in battle lines. Yep. Dang it, Andrew! Look at you knowing stuff. <laughs> Again, listen to that for a good while. And so the the then picks up. Um, outside of Novacom with uh, a protest obviously like underway. Wit shows up because he hears about it, right? Yeah. 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 So, so he hears about yeah, it. From Connie, I think. Because there's flyers. Yeah. yeah, there's all the flyers. And Mitch, oh, that's right. Because that's Mitch comes storming in to it's be hard. like, yeah, what's going on? What is going on? Why is Wit going back on his word? He said we, he wouldn't do this. This is the other thing that I don't love about this episode. And I also wonder about some of the stuff that was cut for mm-hmm. time. But we don't hear Bart and Wit talking. And we don't hear Wit and Mitch talking. Yeah. But we both, but we get references to both those things. So we know that Mitch and Wit had a talk. And Wit was... Gave, and they gave off a good impression. And we're on good terms with each other. Yeah. And we know that Bart and Wit had a talk. And Wit was not on board with it. But yes. that's about it. Yeah. We don't actually hear any of those talks because we're focused on Connie talking to Mitch and then Connie talking to Rodney. Yeah. Which, again, Rodney comes in, which I don't know that we we talked about it. Uh, he awkwardly hits on her and then leaves, <laughs> basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and very, very uncomfortable. Um, so, yeah, so we're back at, the, uh, back at the protest. There's a lot of people there. At least the production value would lead me to believe so that there's a lot of people presumably on a weekday i don't know who all these people are who are showing up to protest a cable company yeah like yeah it's because well because so far the show has really represented that wit is kind of on an island believing this thing is bad yeah everyone else is like i don't see why you think this is a problem yeah ourselves included yeah um so it's weird that there's this many people showing up. Yeah, and, well, and it, it maybe it makes you wonder, like, is Bart Rathbone really good at inspiring people? Or, like, obviously he's on a megaphone shouting stuff, like, he's gonna get people going. Or do you just make up stuff? Yeah, he uh, he must have. They want to eat your children, and then yep. all the parents come storming out. No, they can't eat our children. Honey, I'm I skipping work. I need to go protest a cable TV company that we know absolutely <laughs> yeah. nothing about. Right. Well, they've got have... a kid center, and they're up to funny business. Right. Some of this, I'm like, is this, is this a focus on the family wet dream of just being like yeah 
Oh, yeah. We got all of our listeners to protest cable companies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if, what if we, what if they just stopped listening to everything that is not us? Oh, yes. <laughs> Monopolies. <laughs> <laughs> Those never had end poorly. No, never. So the very so Dent comes out, tries yeah. to shut it down, and immediately Bart turns it into a riot. Yeah, it yeah. So not only is there a bunch of people out protesting, but they riot quick. Great. Yeah. And it is sound design being awesome, but I think he was maybe having too much fun. Yeah. There is shattering so glass, glass for so long. I don't know where they're finding all of these stones that are large enough to break windows. They come with their own stones. <laughs> I guess. They must. They must. There's so much shattering glass, though. I yeah. just noticed that one. I'm like, oh my gosh, they are tearing into yeah. this place. Like, yeah. like throwing trash cans or what's yeah. going on? Yeah. And then Bart runs away and Wit's still standing up there. And Mitch comes up and is like, wait, we got to get out of here. And Wit's like, no, 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 I got to stop this. I got to stop this. Mitch is like, you, you can't stop it wait he's like yeah, i gotta try and then he gets hit on the head with a rock but he goes to the hospital but it's not bad enough to need stitches and it just grazed him and i don't think he's unconscious so he just goes i don't know because it seems like he it, my best guess is like maybe the rock didn't pierce well he said it grazed him though but like it seems like the rock knocked him out yeah. Because he's legitimately like, oh, yeah, Mitch, it cuts off, you're yeah. here. Like, yeah. Yeah. Very much out seems... of it. I guess it must have. But if it hit him hard enough to knock him out and didn't. Didn't pierce skin, he doesn't need stitches. He's. Gotcha you know, there, Adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> A once that, infallible plot. But now. Yeah. Holes poked. And then... Yeah, so now they're in the hospital, and yeah. then... Um, and Wit and Mitch have, like, a good heart-to-heart, where Wit's yeah. like, hey, like, where Mitch is like, why, like, why, why were you there for that? Which, I think it's cool that, like, it's going, like, an extra mile to establish that Mitch is a great guy, because he stayed there in the hospital with Wit. Yeah. And even then, though. even though, at that point, he's still mad at him for what just happened. Mm-hmm. Which is just, like... Super cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good guy, Mitch. Good guy, Mitch. I guess. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so my notes go, oof, that just got 2018 protest real fast. Holy crap, are these guys coked out? They're vandalizing a cable company. <laughs> Those are the frogs. Uh, no, you had to bring 2018 into it. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Just, just riots just escalating quickly. That seems so far from reality. I'm like, wait a minute. Remember when our president got elected and then that just happened? happened oh my gosh uh, yeah all right icky thanks for that reminder andrew on a much happier note connie receives yellow tulips yes sure yellow tulips yes at uh wit's end i guess they're delivered to <laughs> roll credits yeah yeah they they must be delivered <laughs> to wit's end and by that i mean rodney dropped them off because it is later revealed that rodney was the one that bought her flowers yeah he stole them off a grave he did not buy her flowers yeah yeah oof that's this is not something that's explored outside of this episode that like maybe rodney has feelings for connie i don't feel like it's brought up okay at some point it might be a bit of a runner yeah i think it's like an ongoing thing that like it doesn't sound out of the blue enough for me to not have it stored in my subconscious that this has happened before gotcha yeah Yeah, i was yeah me not 
remembering this episode very well at all, my immediate thought with the flowers was just like, dude, that's such a classy, like, that's such an A-plus move. Like, I love the sending of flowers. Well, no, my thing was like, that is a ballsy first move. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. We're going straight to flowers. Like, I have carried a box of syrup for you. We have had awkward small talk. Yellow tulips. Got them. Yeah, I agree. I think I thought that I was immediately like, solid move, but a little forward. And then when it's like, oh, that wasn't Mitch, which I'm like, right, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then I was like, so this is just Connie reading into things too much. Yeah. And... And being like, things are moving faster than they are. But then the episode ends with Mitch giving her flowers. Yes. Roses this time. Yeah. Because what's more forward than a, than, a, than a rose? We just need to we just need to clarify that um, there are romantic feelings there. Yeah, and I was just like, that's... I don't know. It's, it is bizarrely handled. Yeah. Where at points, I'm, it's like... Oh, Connie's obviously just reading into this. T- we'll, we'll, we'll hit it in order because it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna, gonna say. We should more sense with. So them. Connie gets flowers, doesn't know who they're from. Says the note says, "You look nice in yellow," which in her head is like this charming thing because Mitch complimented her right. on her sweater. But in reality, she doesn't know this. But it was Rodney Rathbone following right. up and just being bad at writing love notes. <laughs> and um, and so Mitch comes by again. For- uh, whoa, whoa, we have Joanne first. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Please continue. Joanne's here. We don't see Grandma Joanne. Yeah, she's a little pushy grandma in this episode. She's like, ah, oh, so Mitch, right? So Mitch, and things work, things with Mitch, and yeah, he's awfully yeah. cute. Yeah, women equal drama in this I, show, apparently. Yeah, and she's... very clueless, I suppose. Yeah, Ugh. she does say at one point, what's wrong with Novacom? Yeah. And I'm with her. Yeah, yep, yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with Novacom? And also... Novacom, um, you sound like every non-Christian company, which I guess from Focus on the Family's point is evil, yeah, but Satan. like... <laughs> Clearly Satan. Oh, yeah. Well, and her, her whole logic is, I can't like him because he works for a thing that Wit doesn't like. <laughs> Her exact quote is, I can't be friends with someone who works for something that Wit is against. And I was like, what is your relationship with Wit? He is so the God. voice of God <laughs> that you cannot Dare. associate yourself with something or with someone like. who works for something. And Joanne's like, um, what if he's like trying to do good in a bad place or any or whatever or like it's not a bad okay. place yeah, like, or, or like it's okay to be your own person it's okay to work in a marketing position for a normal company yep i'm not going to hell if i take a job working for nbc like, also established that he is a christian ben ben we've been there yeah it's so i yeah. don't know it's so back and forth and so then now now does mitch come um oh no well i just wanted to say something else about joanna she she makes a comment of like couldn't you guys just be friends first and i'm mm. like once again great point joanne don't just jump into this relationship connie you just because you both fell for each other just because you both had two flirty conversations. Yeah. 
Actually, now that I think about it, wow. I jump into things pretty quickly. <laughs> that is another level. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it is like she is really jumping into this. And so is and he. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. And I thought the thing was, based on the next conversation, especially like she's jumping into this because she's a dramatic girl. Yeah. I really just need to clarify <laughs> that I am 100% just with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm mocking focus on the family. So I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm saying it in irony. And feel free to send me an email if I should stop saying it in irony like that. I am more than willing to change. <laughs> but for you, the people. But yeah. But yeah. I just felt like maybe the whole point of this is Connie's getting ahead of herself and they should just be taking their time and whatever. Yeah. Oh, for um, sure. But then Mitch sends her the flowers at the end, clearly being like, look, I am into you. Yeah. And I'm just like, and I don't quite get what the episode's trying to say then. Yeah, well, and the thing is, Mitch has no reason to fall for Connie in the situations that he's seen her. Like, mm. Connie has the benefit of being, like, alone for a very long time. Like, like very much single, very much, like, caught off guard by this knight in shining armor. Like, I can totally it's see that. a small that. town. There are, yeah. like, two guys her age and one's Rodney. Yeah, yeah. And, like... And then, but Mitch is like stumbling across this girl and is like, wow, you're cute and I'm gonna, you know, send you roses, I guess. And like, yeah. And it makes a lot yeah. more sense coming from Connie's perspective than it does from his. Yeah, I agree. And it's kind of set up too because we're seeing this from, yeah, from Connie. From Connie's I, perspective. Yeah, I also just had kind of an observation as you were talking that I, that makes me just feel a little icky in regards to focus on the family and some other stuff. But the fact that Connie reading into things and kind of getting ahead of stuff yeah. was portrayed in a negative light. But then when Mitch is super forward, that's all positive. Yeah, yeah. We're like, no, you don't get to decide that the two of you should date, he gets to. Yeah. Or whatever. And it's not done in a... Subtle way, really. Well, no, I was going to say it's not done in a super outward way of being like, no, the guy's got to ask you. But it's... But the... Kind of the DNA of that concept is still there. And yeah. It, yeah, it just makes me it's feel... It's only real if he says it's real, basically. Yeah. And it frustrates me a little bit. Okay, we did, we did get through the major plot points so I can get to the end. Because... <laughs> I, like, I want to talk about things, but... So, basically, we they have send... one more major plot point, right? Yeah, so they send... She receives mystery flowers. She talks with Joanne. Mitch comes by for what reason? I... Oh, no, to talk with her about the yeah. Bible study. Right. Which is, she thinks, but is the flowers. sitcom conventions happen. Yeah. I get secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. And she thinks he's going to ask her out. So because she, she got flowers. turns him down, not knowing what he's asking, Which, and she turns him down still on the basis of he works for Novacom and Novacom's bad because Wit says so. Yep. And good guy Mitch is just trying to ask her to co-lead a Bible study. Which is a precursor to dating. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, if you co-lead a Bible study and you're not both the same gender... You will be dating. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Indubitably. <laughs> Listen. Ooh. Did that sound weird and homophobic? That just... No, that just... That just hit really close to home, but because because before me and Lisa started dating, she uh, asked me to join a Bible study with her. Yeah. Bible study is... <laughs> oh, God. It's where you go to find your mate. I guess. 
uh, what was the oh so so then Mitch goes away so Joanne mm-hmm. forces Wit to leave yeah the two of them and then they come back and Wit is basically like oh so are you joining the Bible study because I guess he found out about it and she was like oh no that's not what I thought he was talking about and then and she explains what she did think was going on and then Wit gives her permission to date Mitch yeah. Yeah, that's icky. Very less cool. Like, and like, I get it. So I get it that she's he's her father figure. Yeah, but like, also he is very much not involved in the situation in any way, and has no nothing other than the apparently the voice of God, and therefore focus on the right. family behind him. Right. But she was like, I can't date him because it loves that wit. Be because he's part of a company that wits against and then wits like oh like i actually think he's a good guy like i judge him on more than just the fact that he works for a company which Which is great point wit but at the end of the day the overarching narrative is connie thinks her father figure disapproves so she doesn't date a guy he gives her approval and then the guy asks her out as it should be okay so at the end of the episode in the outro they chris is talking and talks about Sorry, can we get... Yeah, go for it. Can I hit something before we get to Chris talking? I just wanted to comment on... So, Connie then apologizes through a series of voicemails, which is then when Mitch sends the flowers. Also wonderfully um, mastered, as far yes, as audio that's is what I. That's basically what I was going to say. It's just, I love the answering machine plot yeah. device in general. Like, Gilmore Girls uses it a lot mm-hmm. to, like, yeah, great success. <laughs> yes. And it works really well in this audio presentation. Yeah. And we don't even hear Mitch throughout it. No. Which, at some points, I was like, is this someone else listening? to the voicemails because it does have like that weird like, like ominous vibe right that, like oh but, this could be exposed yeah. but then she gets the flowers um with a reference to the voicemail which what is the note with the flowers Do uh you you're not a flake or i know <laughs> that's a flake. right yeah there you yep. go yep. with roses because the flake that's what people were saying which, in that's 2001 a, again bold move roses are not cheap mitch's roses are not statement. cheap nor are they a thing that you ever get for anybody you're not romantically it was a really convoluted way of saying you only get them for romantic interests they're yeah. not a casual gift and you don't even i mean i wouldn't get a if i wasn't like already in a relationship right. with somebody they're, they're an anniversary yeah. present. Yeah. <laughs> they are not a i like you yeah like 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 yes or no yeah and again ends really nicely she gets the message she's all happy happy outro music plays chris starts talking and it's talking about not judging people based on their like you know more on their uh than their character than uh what you assume to be true about them and then views what connie did on the same level as to what mitt Mitch did as far as assumptions. Connie assumed that out of two romantic interests, one very much not subtle, one very much subtle, that the knots or that yeah, that the subtle one got her flowers, assuming that. Right. Even though they both commented on her sweater. Yep. Mitch already heard Wit talking crap about Novacom and then found out that Wit, Wit was, well, Wit was going to do a protest or lead a protest and was like, how can you do this? Even though he didn't actually do it. That's totally logical. Yeah. Like, you would be wrong to believe, like, well, Wit wouldn't do that. I mean, he yeah. probably wouldn't, but also, signs point that to be the chance. Right, right, right. Like, you can't... They're not the same. He doesn't, Wit doesn't have an established repertoire with Mitch. No. So Mitch is like, yeah, this could very well be in character. And he's also super... He never comes across as, like, 
firm in his opinion that Wit was in on it. Yeah. He is constantly open to... Like, Wit. I didn't think you would do that. Right. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, because yeah. he asked him, he's like, would you think that I would go back on his word? And I was like, well, I mean, for a little bit there, which is like... I don't even call that a full assumption. It's just kind of like a, well, I had my doubts because... Yeah, it's admitting slight vulnerability, which, as we've mentioned before... Not allowed. <laughs> not allowed if you were Christian and male. Yeah. We're dealing with a romance that I have a lot of great really? feelings about. Yeah. So I'm... Mitch. But I'm also... Right. But I also have issues, and I'm trying to navigate that. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that so. on a very personal level. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, do you have anything... Left. I, I right. think that that covers my awesome. my notes. Oh, actually, oh. a great transition. Bart shamelessly plugs the Electric Palace like four times. Amen to that. And I'm like, this man's this man's been on the pulse of shameless self promo since uh-huh. the get go. Like that's his like that's his character arc basically. Yeah. Is uh is his self promo. So do you have anything you'd like to promote, Dylan? Uh yeah, I'm going to shamelessly pimp out myself on Spotify. Yep. <laughs> uh, go follow. American Sherlock uh, for some playlists that might have a couple Christian songs, but only accidentally. Yeah, um, yeah, only because I wasn't was not a conscious decision. <laughs> yeah, there might be some switch foot in there. I don't know. And and Andrew, what, what, what would you like to plug? Well, I plugged the Andrew Sable podcast before, so I feel bad about doing that again. But I will, because that's all I've got going for me. He's a one trick <laughs> pony. Yep, and that trick is real not good. Uh, yeah, um, so the Andrew Sabo podcast, pretty much everywhere podcasts are found. Um, just put up an episode with Nathan not too long ago. It's a good time. We talk about music a lot. It's it's real fun. Um, and then also just Andrew Sabo on Instagram and Andrew Sabo on Spotify for mediocre playlists that you probably won't be interested in. Great, great selling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that is, that is the show, and we will catch you on the flip side. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Cooperative. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Episode 5, Green Eyes and Yellow Tulips, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Asano, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fan Chalk Pod.